Welcome back, everyone, to NYU Grad's Daily Podcast. Hope you had a great day. Uh, let's jump in a lot to cover, uh, at least for the afternoon. I think the morning session was uh, pretty sleepy um, until the uh, afternoon session where there was a treasury auction, which I totally forgot about today, uh, being totally upfront with you guys. Um, I did know about the Jerome Powell panel at the IMF at 2, but that coincided right after the 1 p.m. Treasury auction, which pretty much led the day as far as direction goes. Um, But let's jump right into breath. So on Thursday, November 9th, we had 122 new highs and unfortunately 429 new lows. You know how I, I track this daily religiously, and I think it gives you a very good complexion as well as the intentions of the street on uh, true intentions, right? Because you can always have, like, you know, as you saw in the past three months, uh, where they had like 50 new highs, a thousand new lows. How is that possible? They do that by leveraging Magnificent Seven, uh, where they're just selling everything underneath. Today was just a broad sell-off, so it wasn't that case where it was like the Magnificent Seven holding up the market and everything we sold off, everything was sold off. And uh, I had a lunch appointment, but um, around 2 o'clock I saw the sell-off and I was like, hmm, maybe Jerome said something and I didn't listen to uh, the panel. But apparently what happened was even before the IMF, Uh, There was a treasury auction, and the demand was really low. Um, So trying to, uh, for those that are new to bonds and yields, I'll just put this as simply as I can. So yields and the price of bonds uh, are inversely related, right? So if there's no demand for those treasury bonds that are being sold, they have to lower the price. And as I said, they're inversely related, price and yield. So if prices come down to entice buyers of these treasury bonds, yields automatically go up. So yields shot up uh, around one-ish and everything sold off. And as I've been saying, it's kind of uh, binary. It's like a light switch. Yields up, risk down. Yields down, risk up. Um, obviously, there's a little bit more nuance to it, but in simple terms, right now, it's not earnings, revenues, uh, capital investments. Uh, it's all about the interest rate and every signal, whether it's earnings uh, as, as a group, as, a, as, as an economy, if earnings are down uh, and there's high unemployment, then people are like, oh, maybe that means the Fed won't raise rates anymore and that they're done and they could cut and if we have really great earnings and revenue and hiring and income and wealth then it's implied oh man everyone's doing well so the fed can't cut rates so it's kind of backwards it's it's really sickening that the economy and especially wall street and stocks are completely dependent on the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, and what the outlook is for yields. Um, Before I jump in too much of a rabbit hole here, 
Uh, let's keep going. So when I take a look at what was up, what was down, uh, the Magnificent 7 for the most part was red today. Uh, NVIDIA was positive 0.8%. But other than that, you had Microsoft down 0.69%, Apple down a quarter percent, Google down 1.8, I'm sorry, 1.18%. Meta was up a quarter percent. Amazon down 1%. Tesla is uh, consistently being sold off here. Tesla is down 5.46% today. And they're the only Magnificent 7 that's under its 200-day moving average. So Tesla is in its own bear market right now. And I think in general, the entire electronic vehicle uh, sector is in a bear market right now. Uh, it could be because oil is plummeting. Oil in the past few weeks uh, has plummeted just by itself, right? So, um, you know, you would think that this is good for uh, lower inflation, but looking at from September, uh, what date was this? September 28th, we've fallen from $94 a barrel to today at $75 per barrel. That's almost 25% cut in price. Uh, so maybe because you and I are paying less for dinosaur fossil fuels at the pump, maybe there's an implication that not everyone's going to run to EVs. I'm not 100% sure, but it seems like all of the EVs are in its own bear market right now. Uh, that was something that was of note that I was looking at that stuck out like a sore thumb. Um, when I take a look at performance by sectors, uh, pretty much everything was red. Energy was up 0.09%. Uh, so let's say it was break even for energy, but everything else was red. Um, the leading sector was healthcare down 2.14%, consumer cyclical down 1.82%, real estate down 1.6%, utilities down 1.2%. You get the picture. It was a pretty bad afternoon. Everything got sold off, especially anything that's sensitive uh, or hypersensitive to higher interest rates like real estate, like consumer cyclicals. Um, so uh, that was kind of the complexion of the afternoon because the morning was really... Um, quiet so to speak um i'll post a real-time chart of like around one o'clock i was looking at the es as well as the 10-year uh as well as the breath volume up down they all reacted to the treasury yields i'm sorry the treasury auction uh, but i did see after the market closed i was trying to figure out what jerome powell said i don't have I don't want to sit through his IMF speech, but I, I, I was on YouTube and I found a clip by Daniel DiMartino Booth, who has a Substack here on Substack uh, called The Daily Feather. And she was interviewed talking about Jerome Powell and um, his alter ego being Dirty Harry, which I thought was very funny. So, you know, I, I do tune in to like the FOMC, like Fed rate hike or Fed rate decision days and his speeches. But I don't like go to the point of reading his body language. But 
um, Danielle DiMartino Booth uh, was talking about how the street uh, had saw last week. He was very uh, robotic, just reading from his notes, not trying to give tips, either hawkish or dovish, just going through the motions and trying to get off stage. So that was considered bullish. But then she's implying that this week, now that we've had such a big rally and, you know, the financing conditions are easier, it's almost like an itch to scratch for him to go out and slap everyone's wrist wrist and say, hey, hey, now I'm still in control. And he just becomes Dirty Harry, his alter ego, and goes all hawkish. I didn't see the IMF um, panel. But that is what she's implying. I trust her judgment. She actually worked at the Fed. Uh, so I'm going to take her um, insight and analysis of whatever happened at the IMF as solid. Uh, I'll post uh, the clip to the interview on the show notes. Um, but yeah, th- that was the summary of the afternoon. It was a very steep sell-off and it was 100% all because attributable to the treasury yield auction and interest rates going higher. That's it. Not, you know, it wasn't a bad earnings report. It wasn't a war headline. It wasn't anything else other than the interest rate. Um, What was strong today? Uh, Not much, but I did see some uh, sore thumbs here sticking their neck out, a firm had reported uh, recently they were up very big today uh, ticker symbol AFRM they are buy now pay later which is a sin- signal that consumers are strapped you know it's like you know you buy a pair of Nike Air shoes you they they'll ship it to you but you don't pay now you pay later um, Disney was up the VIX obviously was up uh, coin was up C O I N and Kinross Gold KGC was up uh, week. Uh, there was too much to list. Um, I already went through the sectors, but I will uh, share a screenshot of just some of the watch lists that I have. They're all down like 10% to 3%. And this list just keeps going on and on. I'll just post what I have here. Uh, but I'll walk through some of these just if you're curious and you're not going to be in front of a screen. Kira Sushi down 10%. Vinfast Auto down 10.4%. Carvana down 10.4%. Cart, which is um, Instacart, down 10%. Clavio, recent IPO, down 9.4%. Wayfair Furniture Retailer down 7.9%. Lyft down 5.9%. Sweetgreen down 5.4%. Birkenstock recent IPO down 5.4 Tesla down 5.4 Sprout Social down 5.2 Arm Holdings 5.18% Crocs down 4.5 I can keep going so uh, pretty red day for the most part Uh, there's not much coming out on Friday there's a couple Federal Reserve um, staff members uh, speaking uh, and that's really it. And we're getting closer to the, the Thanksgiving holiday week. Uh, we normally would see much less volume. People are going to start checking out and taking vacation probably the week uh, leading up 
to Thanksgiving. Um, but who knows if rates? I mentioned the the three ingredients, right? Uh, it's it's a double-edged sword. You guys recite it. Number one, we need to see breath improve. We need to see, you know, five x new highs versus new lows. We're not seeing that. We're seeing like one day like that, and then the next day it reverts back to more new lows and new highs. That's ingredient number one. Ingredient number two, we need to see yields the ten-year at four point five consistently or below four point five. We're almost there now. We rallied off of it when we went down from five percent to four point five, but it looks like yields wants to bounce or recover that five percent uh, interest rate. So we have to watch yields right now. It's the, the market is very sensitive to small, minute movements on yields. What I mean by that is if we go to four point seven five, or if we go, all right, let me back up. If we go from 4.5 something to 4.75 in a day or like overnight, it's going to tank the market. If we go from 4.5 to 4.3, we're going to rally hard. It's that binary right now. And the third ingredient here is the Magnificent Seven because we are not having wide participation. When you see big bounces or big sell-offs, what you're seeing is the Russell 2000 leading up or leading down,、uh, and the days that lead down, we sometimes see the Magnificent Seven holding up Nasdaq and the Dow, like Microsoft, etc.、Um, so we need a broader participation. But if we don't have broader participation, Magnificent Seven stocks have to rally hard. At least four out of the seven have to rally really hard. To carry everybody else up into a Santa Claus rally, if two of these three ingredients don't happen, the Santa Claus rally is at risk. Conversely, if two of the three ingredients do happen, we're probably going to have a Santa Claus rally. So it's very binary right now.、Um, just repeating myself again: watch yields, watch Magnificent Seven, and watch breath. Uh, that's all I have for today. I'll see you guys after the Friday session. Just a quick reminder, because we're continually getting new subscribers to the Substack, so thank you and welcome.、Um, I just want to remind everyone: until Cyber Monday, there's a promotion. All you have to do is subscribe, and then pledge. So there's no credit card charge for pledging. It's just、uh, you do have to enter a credit card, but it's. Just basically pledging the work that I do for a future subscription. You could choose monthly at eighteen dollars, annual at one eighty, or the um, the um, why、well, can't I think of it?、Um, the founders pledge, which is any number you like,、um, and you will get thirty three percent off on any of those tiers. As long as you pledge before November twenty seventh,、uh, it's really simple、uh, to do. I, I want to thank everyone for being early to the channel and the Substack and the podcast, etc. So thank you again, and、um, I will see you all after the Friday session.